Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome to the show. Yeah. My name is Luke. My name is Zach. And today on the show, we're covering, uh, it's a little bit of a return to form for us. It's kind of a pulpy kind of 80s action crime flick yeah. uh, from 1982 called Vigilante. Yeah. And this is Broke Box Office. Broke Box Office. Just a very, very nice and straightforward opening of the show today. <laughs> yeah, for a pretty nice and straightforward flick. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude. Speaking of getting back to our roots, this really reminded me of Robot Ninja at certain points, like yeah. the very first movie we did for the show. Yeah, it reminded me of a lot of what we've done. It reminded me of Murder by Phone and The Ambulance and lots mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought it was fine. I, you know, I had a decent enough time. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, to talk about the actors, um, there there's a lot to cover. Mm -hmm. um, if you were to break it down into like credits that cast members of the movie have that you might like recognize, this movie far outpaces anything we've ever covered before. Really? Um, wow. But yeah, it's interesting because basically all of the cast members of this movie have careers just uh, you know not as like leading actors or leading performers mm -hmm. but just kind of they've just all been in a bunch of really great stuff as like small roles mm -hmm. and honestly like that's the dream i think that's so cool um yeah yeah i definitely like, recognized a few of the people here yeah it was uh the first time that i've ever had to like write down everything i wanted to talk about because i was like <laughs> i can't scroll through all of these people's uh, wow. like imdb pages as i talk about them because they almost everybody has like 70 90 100 credits like holy shit it's wild yeah so that's a lot but we'll start with robert foster he's the lead uh he plays yeah. eddie marino and he's Wait, a guy that i definitely foster? recognized oh sorry 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 forrester oh i was like am i crazy <laughs> no i just read it wrong um yeah robert forrester um and he's been in a bunch of stuff uh he is a character in the breaking bad universe he mm. is in the revival of twin peaks he's in jackie brown which he has a uh, oscar nomination for oh wow um yeah he was nominated for supporting actor for that role which i've never seen jackie brown so unfortunately yeah, I but, have either. Um, uh he also is in the descendants um that i think got a couple of oscars i don't remember mm -hmm. but he also i thought this was funny he's in heroes didn't we we yeah. were just talking about i think somebody so, yeah. who somebody else who was in heroes <laughs> yeah that's where um, i know him from I but think. yeah yeah he's the kind of guy that you know you you recognize him he's got really dark um, bushy eyebrows oh my gosh yes he actually did uh pass away in 2019 so really oh, wow. recently uh which is sad but because yeah. i think he's good he's a good actor but he had a real uh real great career he mm -hmm. you know been working since i think the 60s wow um to kind of go through everybody else. Um, so everybody else is, is sort of the same case of what I was just talking about of none of these people are probably going to be like immediately recognizable to any kind of casual moviegoer, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but their credits will be. So we had Fred Williamson who plays Nick, who's yeah. sort of the leader of the vigilantes. He um, is in a bunch of shit, but his most notable credits are he was in mash and he was in uh, Dusk Till Dawn. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, just tons and tons and tons of other action crime films and stuff. Mm -hmm. We have Richard Bright, who plays Burke, who is one of the other vigilantes, I believe, right? 
Burke. I thought that was the rich guy that they wanted to kill. Mm, what is that I guy's don't name? Think so. That's Mister T. Yeah, but I thought his name was like something that's, Burke. Uh, uh, or it... no, that's it's Stokes, Stokes, as far as I can tell. Right. On the... Oh yeah, <laughs> Thomas Stokes. <laughs> yeah, it's one yeah. of those. Names. Um, so I think Burke is one of the other vigilantes. But anyway, he. Uh, Richard Bright uh, was in uh, Once Upon a Time in America, Hair, hmm. uh, Brighton Beach Memoirs, The Godfather 2 and 3, Marathon Man. Um, so lots of credits for him. I'm going to run through these real quick because I'm telling you, I got a shitload of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Rutanya Alda plays Vicky. She was in The Deer Hunter and Holy The fuck. Stuff and Rocky 2. Okay. Um <laughs> Don Blakely plays Prego, who I believe is the the fourth vigilante. Um, he was in Pulp Fiction and Harlem Nights with mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor. Wow. Um, you have Joseph Carberry, who plays Ramon. And to be honest, I don't remember who that is. Probably one of the gang members. Yeah, maybe. He's in Speed, uh, and okay. he's also in Nowhere Man. <laughs> Jesus uh, we have Joe Spinell, yeah. who plays Eisenberg. That's the one I was He's waiting for. Taxi Driver, Rocky 1 and 2, Godfather 1 and 2, and Maniac. Yeah. Do you know him from Maniac? Yes, I do. His face yeah. is like immediately recognizable. I've never seen that. i got to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Carol Lindley, who plays the most incompetent DA of all time. Um, <laughs> and she, yeah. you know long career for her as well she was her most notable credit is the poseidon adventure she was in that um this guy i definitely wanted to talk about because i thought he was super cool woody strode who plays uh the guy who kind of befriends him while he's in prison and like protects him Mm -hmm. um he had been working since like the 40s he has an incredible career including uh he's in spartacus He's in The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. He's in the Cecil B. DeMille version of The Ten Commandments. He's in Once Upon a Time in the West. Holy Um, shit. Yeah, a bunch of westerns and stuff for him, which I thought was really cool. Um, A bunch of spaghetti westerns. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he was definitely one of the more, like, old school kind of people in here. Yeah. Um, We have uh, Frank Pesky. Who plays uh, the kind of low-level drug dealer gang member in that one scene? Right, uh, right. He's in Beverly Hills Cop one and two. He's in Midnight <laughs> Run. He's in Creed. Um, Whoa! So lots of credits. Like just recently? Yep, still wow. working. Um, you have Steve James who plays the uh, police officer who like uh, kind of shakes him down in the bar in that one scene kind of near the beginning. Right. Right. He, this is one of my favorites. Cause he's in the warriors, which is awesome. He's in, yeah. uh, to live and die in LA. And he's also in, I'm going to get you sucker, <laughs> uh, which I've never seen, but I've heard is amazing. Nice. Um, and then the last person I wanted to talk about actually was, uh, Peter Savage, the guy who plays Mr. T the like rich, um, mm. kind of crime boss mm. guy. This actually was his last movie. He died uh, before it even was released, um, which is sad. Wow. But yeah. he, you know, had a really amazing career as well. He was in Raging Bull. He was in Taxi Driver. Mm. So, you know, just like the biggest of the big, like as big as it gets. Um, yeah, that's crazy so, that this movie would have all these people in it. I know, right? But it's it's a weird coincidence of like what I was talking about. You know, none of these people are 
big, huge A-list stars. They're all just mm-hmm. like hardworking people who are apparently real good at what they do and reliable, and therefore they keep getting cast over and over again. So, mm-hmm. you know, I thought that was pretty cool. And, you know, most of it's um, stuff like this. Almost all of it is like crime-oriented and or like action flicks and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's cool. Nice. Well, I'm not going to have as much to talk about, um, <laughs> that's, which which is interesting to me that are like, I mean, I guess, you know, if they're all sort of like character actors, it wouldn't be hard to get mm-hmm. a bunch of them together for a movie. But yep. it's, it's just was interesting to me that it had such acting prowess. Yeah. Um, it was directed and produced by a guy named William Lustig, who has 12 director credits, including Maniac. Oh. Uh, and then the Maniac Cop 1, 2, and 3. Okay. But I guess he must have met Joe Spinell on Maniac and was yeah. like, why don't you come do this movie? Yeah. Uh, it seems like, though, he was mostly a producer. Um, he hasn't directed a movie since 2001, but he's still producing movies today. Oh. In- including the remakes of Maniac and Maniac Cop. Okay, so I guess good. he just, like, takes care of his babies. Yeah. Um, and he also is has produced a huge amount of video documentary shorts. And this was curious, uh, so I did a little digging. Okay. And on Wikipedia, it says, I'll just read the, what it says. As of 2009, he's the CEO of Blue Underground, an entertainment company specializing in the release of obscure films and exploitation films on DVD, which I think explains, like, he's okay. just in charge of making, like, extras and features for the DVD release right. of all these old movies. Okay, so he's got yeah, a bunch yeah. of production credits, video documentary shorts. And, yeah, you know, I feel like up. we've we've talked about people who, who do that before. And I think that's, I don't know, it's a neat thing that you don't ever really think about. <laughs> right. Yeah. I should watch more of the, like, extras on my DVDs and Blu-rays, but I never do. I know. I never do. Never. I bet it's interesting. Um, also, he had small acting roles in Darkman and Army of Darkness. So. Fun. Woohoo. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was written by Richard Viter. Uh, nothing else I recognize, but he's still writing today. But very sporadically, which was wow. odd, there would be like years and years. He has 17 credits, yeah, and he started writing in like the late 70s. Wow. <laughs> so, okay, that is interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like maybe he does other stuff, but yeah. huh, still working. Yeah. The music here is great, and yeah. it is by a guy named Jay Chataway. Uh, and when I went to his page, I saw a bunch of like Star Trek at the top of the page, mm. which felt familiar to me so i scrolled down a little bit and i saw that he is also the composer for the ambulance (laughs) (laughs) no way if you want to hear more about jay chataway go to that episode (laughs) okay that's hilarious nice um just because it lined up i will also say that he did the music for maniac and maniac cop one and two (laughs) amazing so is that our first like repeat on the production side um i don't think so i feel like I, i feel like i've had like one or two okay yeah. where it's been it's been like that before but i, I couldn't tell you the right you know <laughs> I, I don't recognize the names until i like scroll down and see oh yeah right yeah um yeah, cinematography was by james limo he has 13 credits not a whole lot he stopped in the mid 90s but he also worked on maniac cop one and two um nothing else i really recognize I, I think the but... cinematography in this movie is pretty good there's some cool I was stuff gonna say that too going on yeah like i'll talk about it during the movie but yeah it's, yeah um <laughs> the the spotlight uh, i wanted to do is on a guy named jim finn who is uncredited as the negative cutter Ooh. um and i was like that's interesting so i yeah. want to know like he has 164 editorial department credits 
um, all seem to be either negative cutter or there were, there were titles like negative supervisor and negative matcher. Huh. Um, so I, I looked, I mean, like just looked at his bio on IMDb. It said he was the head, head negative cutter for Larry Mitchell negative matching uh, from 1977 to 2000. I was going to um, say, like, when did that become like an obsolete job? yeah man <laughs> he has credits up until 2012 but after 2000 they, they that's when they sort of transferred from negative cutter to like negative supervisor okay um so i guess you know there are enough people still shooting on film i guess yeah uh, up until 2012 yeah um, <laughs> that he uh he still was able to work but i just think that's such a, an interesting job like y- you know i i wonder what like how much the responsibility because there's a bunch of other people in the editorial department on this movie right so he 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 just like will sit there and they'll be like, all right, cut it here and then cut it here and then like maybe. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, that's um, so. And and if you you know he obviously made it his craft and then it just like mm-hmm. went away one day. Like, yeah, that's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, like I hope he's still doing something. I mean, you know, he could probably work in yeah. like restoration or preservation stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 um, for sure. Or at a photo studio, like I do, I can mm-hmm. do this job. I cut negatives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the stuff that he's worked on, I'll just go through real quick. Uh. He did stuff like Q and Chud and Brain Damage okay. back in like the 80s and shit. Yeah. Um, he, I just wanted to name this one because I thought it was funny. He did a documentary called Theremin, an electronic odyssey. Isn't that that weird um, instrument that you play with your hands in the air? Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, you just sort of like get closer to it and the pitch changes yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I never understand that. <laughs> It's not a it does it's not a good sounding instrument to me. It is <laughs> an ugly good, sound. It, yeah, it has a very particular like it's it has its uses I feel like in maybe like a horror movie or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but um and then like in in more recent years he also did Open Water and Super Size Me. So I love Open Water. That's a fun I've never movie. seen that actually. <laughs> I watched The Shallows, and I was the whole time I was like, "You're you right there. You're like Is right." That the, at the that's shore. the Blake Lively one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I never saw that. I feel like open water would be way scarier. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. Anyways, so that's uh, yeah, Jim Finn. Cool. Good job. Good job. Um. So yeah. So I'll talk about the movie Vigilante. This movie, <laughs> I feel like I, this movie is like better than I thought it was going to be, but not in the ways that I wanted it to be. Like. I thought it was going to be like a crazy, yep. violent, yep. trashy, like B movie. Totally agree. And it has like less action than I wanted, but it's like a better movie than I was expecting. I think. Totally agreed. Yeah, it's like pretty. It it's pretty good. It's pretty well made. The production value is obviously decently high, and that's kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like fine. Yeah, it's definitely better than you know some of the stuff we've done recently. But yeah. it's um yeah. Final, yeah. final movie. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree that that it it would have been improved. My main complaint with it was that the action sequences were just pretty lame. Like it would have been mm-hmm. much better if it was a little more hardcore. A little yeah, more, and there like, weren't that many of them. More. Yeah. Have you seen no, the poster yeah. for the movie? Yeah. Oh my god, the poster's sick, <laughs> the poster's and there's like amazing. ten people on it. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> like who are all those? It people? looks like it's a ripoff of like The Warriors or something. And yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Not what the movie is at all. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Not at all. Uh, but yeah, uh, Vigilante, up, a.k.a. Street Gang, I guess, which yeah. kind of makes even less sense. <laughs> yeah, because there's... N- yeah, anyway. Um, Anyways. I like the opening a lot. The opening was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because we open with uh oh god what's his name let me pull the imdb back up because i could because there's a fucking a lot of characters in this movie as well yep and i know none um, of their names nick okay so nick is nick. like the leader of the vigilantes yeah apparently i don't think i heard that <laughs> word once in this movie <laughs> nick okay uh so nick is like given this speech and it's some sort of like town hall setting, sort of. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, the gist of it is that he's sort of like radicalizing and like militarizing civilians into this sort of group of people that like, uh, you know, protects themselves and their communities. Mm-hmm. And there's some really cool shots uh, where these folks are like at a gun range or something. And it's like yeah. down the barrel of the gun. It's it's a cool opening. Yeah, it works. You know, it was so bizarre is just i watched this movie today last night i watched judas and the black messiah for the first time oh wow so like seeing this scene for sure yeah i'm like oh it's just like you know the panther meetings where you have um yeah daniel kaluuya up there like (laughs) yeah um it was fun huh uh but they're very different movies (laughs) very different movies from from that point on i i do i do think i really did appreciate some of the uh anti-establishment rhetoric here though yeah uh, probably my favorite part of the movie mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a very it's a very weird sort of like place to approach it from where it's like yeah we, we don't like the cops because they're not doing enough yeah like, huh, right okay right. i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway Anyways, um yeah um the credits are like great music and the credits are like white text on a black screen and i was like yeah well, this is going on for a while but yeah then we we see our crime happen we see like you know we've we've been told how bad things are in the city and now we see a a, a woman is like you know just assaulted in her yeah and i I was looking at the wikipedia page it said it says that dude killed her oh gosh they didn't really make that clear i thought yeah they definitely thought she was just like (laughs) they don't show it you know whatever (laughs) yeah but yeah he's just some like random street thug he just like assaults this woman yeah and then they're going to introduce us to uh, the vigilantes like the next day, I assume mm-hmm. it is. Um, I think they're so, yeah. Riding around in their van and they have, uh, I don't know how they actually got a hold of the woman who lived in the apartment complex, but there was a woman who, maybe she who was lived the there. And she, oh yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> she went to the community meeting and was like, I, I witnessed this horrible crime. You have to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is able to point out the guy to the vigilantes i'm just going to keep referring to them as that because i i don't yeah, know what that's else to, that's what they're called in they're my notes a, yeah um and so the and there's just the three of them at this point and they yeah, pick him so up funny. off the street and they beat the shit out of him <laughs> yeah man it's so funny that they start the movie with like this whole big crew and then throughout the rest of the movie we only see three of them yeah it's yeah like it's just these three guys um, yeah, I guess it's because they're like a squad. They're like coworkers. We see later. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Maybe that's why. Um, but yeah, you know, and and the big important thing is that the guy is is bragging to his friends about how he's gonna like beat the case, and he's like gonna not get any jail time for right. This, yes, uh, murder. I guess that he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they beat the shit out of him and break every bone in his body and kill him. I guess they say later. Yep, that's what we hear later. Um, and so this whole sequence happens, and then we finally meet our main character, um, and mm-hmm. he's just having a darling day in the park with his <laughs> wife and son, and they're flying a little uh, remote control plane, and it's very cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and, and he's, he's very like, pristine and totally alive. Yeah. wife and son. 
having and a great time with them, and he loves them. He promises he's going to take them to Florida once he gets a little more oh, more money yeah. coming in. Ooh, what yeah. fun! Um, what's even next? So then we see him like at his work, right? Mm-hmm. He's and he's a mechanic of some sort. Yeah, uh, it looked like they just worked in like a body shop. Yeah, uh, but maybe a little more complicated than that. Maybe slightly more like technical yeah there's a lot of dudes like there's a bunch of machines and stuff Uh yeah yeah um and his co-workers Um, are the the vigilante guys right so then oh yeah then we have the introduction of the main villains of the the movie yeah which is this like random gang i guess um (laughs) they they come up to a gas station and they like harass the owner and start pouring gas on him Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then which is like weirdly scary yeah like imagine someone just pouring gas all over you from i was like oh that's yeah i would like, like weirdly by way yeah um but the uh our, our main character oh his name's eddie i right the yes Robert forster yes eddie. he is um, his eddie. wife i don't think she ever gets a name um, imdb says it is vicky vicky, Ooh, vicky. wow okay eddie and vicky so <laughs> eddie and vicky she and and the kid are there while Robert Forster's at work, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so she runs over and, and like confronts the gang. And it's like, Hey, stop it. Get out of here. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, I guess they leave just because the cops are about to be there. But... Yeah. You get the feeling like they would have done a lot more damage to her if the cops hadn't like rolled around the corner right at that time. But, um, right. Yeah. I mean, he like smacks her in the face and then they drive off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But she's, you know, obviously still, a little jarred uh mm-hmm. and so when she gets home she tries to obviously she tries to call her husband uh but he doesn't answer because him and the boys have left the shop i guess on lunch i guess they're mm-hmm. on lunch and they go to a bar um nothing really important happens here that i a, a cop shows up like i said earlier and sort of shakes him down and is like this kind of stuff can't be happening and it's sort of like wink wink nudge nudge like i know it's you guys and i'm not gonna arrest you but like cut it out mm-hmm. um yeah. there's also this rich asshole on tv who <laughs> <laughs> was yeah dude <laughs> everybody's like oh he's untouchable but i was like he's fucking for sure gonna be dead by the end of this yeah movie. i what <laughs> that was the weirdest like subplot we'll yeah get, i guess it doesn't we'll really get to it when it happens later the movie like splits in two at a certain point and i was like yeah. what is happening yeah um and but yeah before that we have um the uh somehow the gang has followed vicky home yeah and they're just like sitting sitting outside and she gets nervous so she calls the cops and they're like it's probably nothing we'll send someone down when they're available yeah and um they get like peeved at her for calling they're like hey lady yeah uh-huh like um, we just want to i don't know <laughs> eat donuts i guess that's the, <laughs> but she the um easy one to go with she goes down to like the basement or, or like a just a cabinet or something or the basement and grabs a baseball bat mm-hmm. um and she like takes a couple practice swings with it that and was then, so funny <laughs> It was so funny, especially because right away, right after that, the gang like breaks in and and subdues her pretty much immediately. So the baseball mm-hmm. bat does her no good. Yeah, um, no. it's so funny because she's doing yeah. those practice swings where it's like she's holding the bat like right almost directly in the very middle of the bat. Yes, and she's yeah. like 
swinging it with her arms are very tight and she has like no follow through she's just like moving it back and forth and, and like, like up and down jittery. instead of like instead of like horizontally yeah. where like if you want to i don't know if i really wanted to do damage to someone with a bat i would come like from the side you know <laughs> yeah yeah Man, i was that's what i was about i mean maybe it's because she's like inside and they're kind of cramped but i was gonna say <laughs> if i was gonna hit someone in the head with a baseball bat i would really like go for, you know yeah you know now i'm acting this out again <laughs> <laughs> i would for sure come from the side so yeah yeah just actually you know act like you're swinging at a pitch mm-hmm. except it's like someone's ahead yeah i don't know thankfully i've never had to do that thankfully um, and yes. all i have here is that tiny baseball bat anyway you still have that <laughs> of course i still have that. that's it's my self-defense weapon <laughs> that's hilarious mm-hmm. the louisville slugger yeah shout right. out to cool. uh friend of the show uncle ron for giving that to me <laughs> Oh my god, that was him. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um anyways, uh they said yeah, things are about to get bad. I in, I was kind of not here. expecting the Dude, way that I was this not went. at all. Yeah. <laughs> so they have her on the couch. Um and the kid comes downstairs cuz he's like, "Oh, what's going on?" <laughs> yeah. We should also him. mention this child this child is like what five yeah five six that's what i was gonna very say. very young child Pretty like small. it's not like a 13 yeah. year old like yeah yeah small enough that i thought he was gonna be safe yeah uh, i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about <laughs> it's a, it's rare i feel like in a movie to see um and they don't even like really show it here but there was yeah was they it? don't really show um, anything but what was i watching oh the movie uh if you ever see this movie possessor that came out last year they i uh, did see child. that the one with andrea riseborough <laughs> yeah 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 that was a cool movie spoiler alert a kid <laughs> dies in a horrible way <laughs> yeah yeah um so um, they're they're anyways that's what's happening here obviously one, one of the guys who ends up sort of being the main bad guy later on he's not the boss of the gang but he's sort mm-hmm. of like the main foil to our protagonist yeah. um he goes upstairs and he fucking shoots this kid yeah um like with a downstairs <laughs> right yeah i really didn't think it was gonna happen i thought they were just gonna like kidnap him maybe yeah um but nope they kill him mm-hmm. uh and they don't kill vicky but they almost do like yeah. you get the feeling like he intended to but he just didn't follow through yeah the job like it wasn't for lack of uh, trying they say that she's like stabbed a bunch and like yeah. other shit like that um it's a kind of cool sequence was... though she like runs out into yeah. the backyard and there's a bunch of laundry hanging on the lines it's mm-hmm. very halloween it's yeah. very it's cool Dude, i love the guest like anytime a movie has like yeah those like sheets hanging from the, the wires and shit I'm yeah like, this is gonna be good yeah it's cool um, so yeah, uh, and and you know you, the the kill and the stabbing are both off screen, right? Which I I appreciate in this case. I want to talk for a second about you know this is a revenge movie. Yeah. Um, I guess like it it isn't what I was expecting, but it yeah. technically is. <laughs> and I always like it in those movies where you know obviously the bad guys have to do something like terrible or whatever in order for you to be able to cheer for the hero to like brutally murder them later mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do appreciate when they have that sort of like quick or like maybe a little bit off screen, y- you know, where you don't have to see a kid get shot in the face or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, um, nobody wants that. That's not a good time for anybody, regardless of yes. what else and then is going on. You spend more time on like the good guy, like beating the shit out of yes, the bad guys yeah. and like killing them or whatever. For sure. Um, yeah. And 
was seeing it here. I reminded me of this movie I watched with uh, Nicolas Cage just because he was in it. <laughs> I don't remember the name of it, but it was one of those revenge movies. But it was almost the reverse where like the I don't remember if it was like a murder or just like an assault or whatever. But they spend so much on like the, the crime that the bad guys are doing. Oh. And then like when he hunts them down, they just like he just like shoots them immediately. And it's very like quick and glossed over. And I was like, you guys got this backwards. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Take this movie here as like an example, just like, you know. Yeah, I guess do a terrible crime or whatever. John Wick, I think, is also a good example because right. um, a the whole movie is just action. Yeah, and b <laughs> it's like I don't exactly remember the the scene with the dog and how it goes down, but from what I can re- remember, it's like not gratuitous in like right a way. <laughs> because what you want to remember is the action, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what a movie like this should be about in my opinion which is one of the reasons why this one definitely falls a little flat is because yeah. you know the writing is fine and the cinematography is good and the music is cool and the acting is fine but like the action sequences are fucking lame mm-hmm. yeah i guess i was saying that all to say that at this point in the movie i had like my hopes were still pretty high for like uh, higher yeah. even i guess yeah like, i would agree i think the setup of the movie is really good um uh-huh. and then <laughs> He doesn't do anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see what. Uh, this is where I've taken the note that I I start to love the uh, anti-cop rhetoric that we start to get. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you know. And also like anti-justice system. He Eddie gets home and he sees like uh the bunch of ambulances at his house and he's like, "What's going on?" And they're like, yeah. "Oh, we know that this gang did it." And one of the cops is like, go talk to the district attorney about it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and which is he weird. does. <laughs> and it, it just, this whole sequence, like this whole act, I guess you could even call it, of the movie is so infuriating. And I know that's on purpose, so like well done, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, to summarize real quick, I, 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 <laughs> I actually took a note. I was like, this DA is not going to she's not going to do enough she's yeah, not help. Uh, <laughs> so they like go to they don't even go to court they don't even go to trial they go to the fucking arraignment mm-hmm. and the judge just like lets them go mm-hmm. the judge just like lets the fucking guy go but not I mean it's the DA's fault because she agrees to a plea deal under which the guy can they they drop the fucking murder charge uh-huh. he murdered a child actually you know what and the da's like all right we'll drop <laughs> the murder charge and just do the assault charge or whatever and looking back on it now actually he wasn't the one who killed the kid oh wait that's um, right that's okay that's a good point i guess which but still like he should go to jail for longer because he i'm pretty sure he was the one who stabbed uh the the wife right uh, yeah and if I, like <laughs> i mean that's Anyways. like attempted murder um, for fucking sure mm-hmm. yeah and the assault at the gas station or whatever that uh, that's because that they have like a witness from the gas station yeah uh, right. testify that like oh he was like giving her some trouble um the the, the out <laughs> the outcome is just regardless of what should have happened you know like a kid is dead and no one is being charged for it Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. fucking the worst thing of all time and no one they apparently they're not even like looking into it they're just like yeah oh, whatever shit happens yeah like and this is so bizarre because the way that it's set up he gets he goes to see the da and she's like we're gonna we're gonna take care of this and he's he has been talking to one of the vigilante guys and he's like no i want i want to you know i want the law to take care of it or whatever yeah. 
So he gets there and he sees one of the other gang members that's not being tried, who I think is the guy who actually killed the kid. Yeah. Um, he goes into the room with Joe Spinell, mm-hmm. uh, this one guy, and he like is sort of bribing him. And I was like, okay, cool. He's like bribing the judge to like get him off. Of course, that's mm-hmm. what happened. But it turns out that Joe Spinell is not the judge. He's the defense attorney. He's and I was lawyer. like, yeah. he's yes, okay. So he's just paying his lawyer. Like, why is wait? This, good this point. Is like a sneaky weird thing. He's just like, hey, <laughs> thanks for de- like representing. I'm like, what? I didn't even think about so that. That's a good like, point. He's just paying his lawyer. <laughs> yeah, and the judge. I mean, you know, again, reading the Wikipedia thing, apparently they paid off the judge also at some point, but it never shows that in the movie. It kind of seems like the judge is just Wait, like an asshole. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. you know, the, the whole point is like, and this could have been so much shorter. Yeah. Like this scene and what is about to happen where, you know, the judge lets the guy off and uh, Robert Forster freaks out and like goes to attack the judge. Yeah. Um, so he gets sent to jail for 30 days. Which the whole I, I... and not and then nothing happens nothing mm-hmm. in jail well something happens you know he he's getting like hazed by some of the um some of the like big tough guys and there's this one dude who's sort of on his side and then he gets attacked in the bathroom and this other dude sort of comes to his defense it's a really lame fight scene and it also doesn't affect anything like nothing changes yeah because of anything that happens in jail yeah and it's so <laughs> it's weird because side quest it's yeah. so dumb while that's happening the other vigilantes are going mm-hmm. up their whole thing of like totally unrelated to this main crime. They're chasing down like who's dealing drugs in the community mm-hmm. and they beat up a couple guys and find out who's dealing drugs. And I'm like, okay, either go one way or the other. Like I could see a movie taking place where it, this, all of this happens and he assaults the judge and goes to jail. And then you like stay with him in jail for a while. And this could be shorter. And he like learns how to fight in jail or yeah you know, he becomes trained. a hardened becomes a tough guy you know yeah, yeah 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 and then he gets out and kills all the gang members or i could see him not going to jail at all and he's just like teaming up with the vigilantes to kill all the people but right. like why why is it splitting up like this yeah <laughs> i don't understand the the vigilante guys kill stokes or whatever and then i guess their story is done <laughs> Yeah, like, and then okay. and that's all before Eddie gets out of jail. So the guys that the vigilantes are after are not in any way involved with the because I guess I don't think in so. my brain I just I just assumed that they were because okay I guess they're not though yeah because I can't, I can't think of anything that really indicated that they were so I guess I just assumed that. I mean, they might be. I think I have a note here. One of them had one of the like jackets with the purple wing design on it. So maybe they're part of the gang. But oh, okay. like the motivations of these vigilante right. guys and are, is to go after Stokes, find out who's dealing drugs. Right. Yes. They don't go after. I mean, maybe they were waiting to let Eddie like take care of it when he gets out. But yeah, maybe they didn't go after those guys at all. Um. So, yeah, but there's there's this uh, there's a scene with. um nick the main kind of vigilante and there's like a little bit of a foot chase between him and this like low-level drug dealer guy uh Mm -hmm. it starts off with the low-level drug dealer pushing a wheelchair bound person in the face (laughs) so that they fall out of their wheelchair Uh uh-huh uh which is insane um but then like nick makes sure he's okay and like gets him up and the guy's like i'm fine go after him uh which is awesome wheelchair guy's the best uh and there's a a chase scene that is like really kind of lame and mm-hmm. like you can tell it wants to be like a parkour like city runner kind of chase but yeah both of the guys just are not real great at it 
Yeah. So every and time they like hoist themselves up onto something, it's kind of bumbly <laughs> and awkward. And and Nick is probably like, how old would you say in this movie? Like forty, maybe. Oh gosh, at least forty. Um, yeah. And there's even a shot where he like jumps off of something, and he sort of looks like he like twinges his knee sort of. And I was like, yeah, I hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um, right at the last moment, uh, one of the other vigilantes comes around the corner and fucks up the dude with the baseball bat. Yeah. Um, and so they beat him up and they get the name of his supplier. And so they go one rung up the ladder to, I guess, a pimp. And he's <laughs> a Halloween discount store pimp. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Straight up. He's like his whole outfit is like gold. And all the the interiors in his car are like leopard print. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. But I mean, basically, same thing happens, but with a car chase instead of a foot yeah. chase. The car chase there is, is fine. There is one funny <laughs> moment where you know the pimp is like getting money off his hose or whatever, and um, they don't oh, have that's enough. Right, that's right. Of course, I like. I feel like I've never seen. <laughs> Imagine like a movie where there's a scene where like a pimp goes and like. Hey, it goes to his prostitutes. It's like, okay, give me your money. And they give him the money. And you're like, perfect. This is a lot of money. Thanks. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> like, it's always like, where's the rest of my money? <laughs> Keep up the great work. Uh, yeah. Like, wow, you're doing, you're going to get a raise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did like the line that the, this prostitute gives as an excuse. She says, there ain't no action out here tonight, Horace. It's spooky out. Something's wrong. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> It's spooky. Like out. haunted? Oh, it's man. spooky out. No one wants to fuck. I guess. Too spooky. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. They chase him and they like beat him until he gives them the next guy higher up. Which is Mr. T. Mr. T. It's like the big boss, right? Yeah. Terrence Stokes. He's the rich guy that we saw on TV earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so they like, fucking chase him down. Really? No, they don't even chase him down. They just kind of show up. Is this is the point where uh, Eddie gets out of jail right here too, or do they kill the other guy first? I think I think he gets out of jail like right after they kill Stokes. Why do I not remember that um, sequence? How do they kill him? They well, it's just like he's at by his car at like a wharf or some shit, and Nick just shows up and shoots some guy with a shotgun. Oh, and then Stokes yeah, is right. like thinks it's a robbery, I guess, and then he's like, "Don't you know who I am?" And then Nick's like, "Yeah, I know who you are," and just shoots him. And I was like, that's, that's right. pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I do like the actor that plays Nick. I think he's cool. Yeah. I think Nick is like a cool character. Um, yeah. I remember that now. Um, so then Eddie gets out of jail and he goes and meets up with his friends. And I just wanted to briefly discuss what um, what what sport is <laughs> happening here. Yeah. I was wondering. I think it's like handball or whatever. Because they're out. Okay. That's what like, I wrote, too. Was... I was like, is this handball? <laughs> what? I don't exactly know what handball is, but I think that's what it is. It's like racquetball, but without a racket. You know what it reminded me of was wall ball. Do you remember playing wall ball like at church and stuff? Oh, yeah. Do you remember wall ball? (laughs) I do remember that. And you could either play it with Uh, like a tiny ball or it was way easier if you played it with like a big kickball. Yeah, like a kickball. Anyway, (laughs) Eddie's out of (laughs) prison and he goes and meets up with the other vigilantes and it just so happens to be on this dumb handball course which is why we mention it and he's but, just like um, walking across the course like in two people like get out of my way yeah it's like yeah. all right dude chill. Like, hey man and then this this part the whole rest of the movie really moves like it's mm-hmm. just like bang 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 yeah because apparently they just know 
where the boss of the gang like lives. Yeah. So they just go there just go and there. kill him. And no like, one else they just is there. Go there and shoot him. I know. Like I was like, he would for sure have like some fucking guards or something. Like if he's in a gang like of this sort of nature and this scale, like mm-hmm. he's, he's got some guards. He's got something. Yeah. Nope. He's just like in his apartment with this chick. Yeah. And they kill both of them. Oh, but dude, it's when so they shoot. <laughs> The girl, mm-hmm. so the woman that he's with, she goes to, like, hide in the bathroom at first, but she's got a gun hidden in there. And so right after they've killed the big bad guy and they think they're, you know, in the clear, she busts back out and is going to try and shoot him. But I think it's Nick, isn't it, who turns around and he's got the shotgun and he just, like, blasts her mm-hmm. into the bathroom. Yeah. And she goes flying. Yeah, dude. it's a full-on, like, oh. stunt. Like, she goes, like, pew. It's definitely uh, the best stunt in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Got some nice squibs. Yeah. Um, I I thought you were about to say before that happens we get a nice little scene of the gang oh, guy wait, and his girlfriend right. um, having some fun together and as she takes her top off a, a nice little sensor blur appears over her boobs yep. and then, like later on the whole frame is blurred and I was like this can't like this must be the guy who uploaded to YouTube did this I, or some shit right it like, has to be it has to be the it, copy there's no, <laughs> yeah there's no way that this is what the film is like. Um, so yeah unfortunately the copy that's on youtube is edited for content. unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> well that that also made me think whenever whatever i saw that i was like well hold on like are there other scenes that have been edited uh, like for for blood and gore and like stuff like that and i was like i'm not sure i don't know but yeah maybe the violence is edited right yeah it's funny like you know i can understand when you when you think of youtube you're like oh can't have nudity on there but we've seen like a million movies on right. youtube that have had nudity right before, so yeah like, <laughs> i don't know um yeah but yeah that's, that's funny blurry anyways yeah the, they kill this dude and then the cops show up to the crime scene yeah and again they're like i guess we know who did this but we can't tell anyone because we don't want any copycats taking the law into their own hands Mm-hmm. it's like okay sure and then comes maybe the most inexplicable scene of the movie yeah where eddie goes to the hospital to see his wife she's okay now she's yeah uh got a bunch of scars unfortunately because she got stabbed a bunch yeah and she decides to leave him <laughs> and she she the the doctor initially doesn't isn't even gonna let eddie into the room because he's like she doesn't want to see you oh Which, yeah like, that too what it's fucking infuriating. <laughs> yeah. It's the kind of thing where, like, for a second I was like, oh, that makes sense. She doesn't like that he's, like, a violent guy now. But I was like, wait a second. She doesn't know that he just fucking killed that guy. She like, doesn't know. She doesn't know anything. Like, yeah. Uh, she has probably, I guess, hasn't even seen him since. She hasn't out of- even seen him. All she knows is that their son is dead. And she, which, you know, that's a horrible thing to happen to anybody. And everybody, you know, deals in their own way. But. It's just uh, weird to me that she that's all she knows and she's like, "All right, I'm leaving my husband." Mm-hmm. Like that's the next step. Yeah, like, I can't even understand okay, where she's I like, "I never want to go back to that house again." It's like, "Yeah, he probably doesn't sure, either." Sure, great. Let's uh, move. Yeah. <laughs> leave together. But no, she and then and then she just walks no. out of the movie. Yep. <laughs> she is gone. I guess um, it's just so yeah. cuz he had to, you know, in order for him to become like the final act version of himself, he had to lose everything. Uh, mm-hmm. I ostensibly that's like the the narrative reason that it happens, but there's still not a really good like character driven reason that it. Yeah, happens. yeah. Like honestly, 
honestly, why didn't they just have her die? Why didn't they just have <laughs> the gang? Yeah, the, I guess I guess because then the gang leader would have been directly responsible for a murder and then the trial might have been different, but also maybe fucking not. Mm. I don't, uh, who knows? Mm. Whatever. Yeah. It's I don't dumb. Know. Or I was almost going to say, or have her like be in a coma or whatever until after he finishes stuff. But yeah, I feel like, like he wouldn't be in the same place at the end of the movie. I don't know. It It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely dumb. Anyways, the gang are like, for some reason oh i bet rico i took down his name i guess <laughs> <laughs> i bet rico was killed by some dirty cops right um so they go so they and kill uh, some cops. shoot up a bunch of police <laughs> uh, not a bunch just a couple yeah a bunch of people shoot two police officers <laughs> it seemed it seemed kind of random like i don't know why they thought those were the cops specifically but yeah they, they just wanted to kill cops. some cops um, um, that was the part I think that reminded me a lot of Robot Ninja was like the van door opening yeah. and a bunch of people shooting out of it. I don't know. Right. I, yeah. I have that memory. Um, but this is like, I feel like a cool, a cool like executed scene because there's a shot after the after it's over with like a busted headlight just sort of like slowly burning out. That's right. Like, yeah. yeah. There's some yeah. cool shots here. The cinematography is good and it's like well it's, directed. It's thoughtful. Wise. Yeah, it's it's visually you know thoughtful. There's care taken in like the way this movie looks, which is a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anyways, the, almost done. We just got to kill the last two. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nick shows up to visit Eddie. He's like, "Come on, let's kill fucking kill these guys." Eddie's like, "No, I want to just like leave town." And so yeah. he starts to leave town. He's given up. And then just randomly, like, comes across these two gang dudes walking down the street. <laughs> well, Nick gives him, like, a pep talk. I th- Nick, like, talks him into it. He's like, you can't, we got to stop running. We got to, like, make a stand here because, yeah. you know, he's, he, yeah, that, that, that was the impression I got, at least, that Nick kind of, like, talks him out of it. Me too. Um, you know, and then the opportunity just presents itself. <laughs> Me too. But according to the Wikipedia, uh that is not what happens he oh really <laughs> eddie is on his way to leave town when he comes across the two gang guys. that's hilarious oh my god which is just like an insane coincidence yeah. like why yeah <laughs> but anyways chase ensues yeah and i took a note here uh because i was trying to think back across my like viewing movie viewing history i don't really find car chases at all like particularly exciting i don't think yeah Um, i can think of i can think of like one or two i think um oh man i don't even remember which one it was but there's one of the recent uh daniel craig bond movies that has a pretty i mean a lot of bond movies have pretty decent car chases like when you're talking about car chases that's kind of like the cream of the crop is like the bond stuff Mm because they're that's what they're known for but there's also uh a, a really great car car chase in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp with a car that shrinks and grows over and over again. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think yeah, I think that I like. I just saw that movie. Yeah, I think I like it when there's like a a fun like sort of weird gimmick to it. Like if the person's right. really good at driving, like in Baby Driver, I think those are like pretty good. Yeah. Or if it's like insano shit, like the later Fast and the Furious movies where they're like dragging a giant safe around, right. or like one of the cars is a submarine. Or shit like that. 
There's a good <laughs> there's a good car chase in Kingsman two also. I think right at the very beginning, I think. Yeah. Um but it's fun because there's people like fighting inside the car as well. Okay. Like as the car chase is going on, so it's cool. Yeah, that's what I like. I um, like when it's a yeah. movie like this where it's just sort of like a standard sort of movie and they're like, Well, we gotta do a car chase, whatever. And it's just a shot of a person sitting inside a car moving the wheel around. Yep. And then a shot of yeah. like a car like driving really fast in one direction. <laughs> and it's like, well, why do I care about this? There's never right. a shot of the two cars in the same shot even. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Pretty lame. It's just – it's yeah. The the climax of the movie in, in on a whole, I was like – Pretty what? lame. It's just kind of um, – it goes out yeah. with a shrug. Uh, it was actually really funny because the – the the little um you know the little like external links that'll appear at the end of a YouTube video yeah those those like <laughs> popped up for me and I was like mm-hmm. wait that means that there's only like thirty seconds of this movie left what the yeah. fuck dude I had um, the same reaction because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah of course he yeah. catches the bad guy uh the main the main gang guy um and he like throws him off some giant construction equipment and he dies yep. I guess yep um. And then I, I was like, all right, well, bummer. But then I did enjoy the, the – we get one explosion in the movie, and they yep. saved it to the very, very, very end. And it's it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty gratifying. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. He blows up the corrupt judge. Yep. Um, seemingly using the, uh, the sort of like radio like model plane thing that he was playing right. with his kid with earlier in the movie. Yeah, I, I was like – I don't know if that tracks, but whatever. It's the thought that counts. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, if you can, yeah. like, call a phone and make a bomb go off, you can probably, like... Yeah, true. Push Good a point. plane button. I don't know. Uh, and it ends it. Yeah. right away. <laughs> it's it's It yeah. reminded me of our... Uh, our very our, Hitchcock. Yes. Very Hitchcock. Um, it's fine. It's... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's... It's a fine movie. I, I didn't have like a strong reaction to it one way or another, I feel like. I didn't either. I do I don't feel like I would recommend it though, honestly, over any other like dozens and hundreds of action films. I don't know. Yeah. Cause I feel like, you know, going by my own experience, if you're looking for this type of thing, you're looking for something different than this movie is giving you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not, then you probably like I don't know. It, there there are other more like even more like high highbrow versions of like you know taxi driver we talked about earlier in the show yep just go watch yep. that i guess um yeah it's like there, there there's nothing here there's no i'm i'm not i didn't have a bad time watching it it's like fine yeah. to watch but there's nothing in it that has never been done before there's nothing in it that is <laughs> is like new and fresh so yeah. you know just watch other stuff <laughs> yeah like i guess i would say i do think it's a good movie but i don't i wouldn't recommend going to watch it because yeah you don't need to <laughs> yeah yeah i think we're on the same page um it's fine yeah Maybe but it's free. if you do want to <laughs> it's free as always so thanks for listening everybody yes. to vigilante um do us a favor if you enjoy the show and give us like ratings and reviews and all that stuff and you know tell your friends and spread the word yeah. follow us on instagram you can find us at broke box office email us at brokeboxoffice@gmail.com. <laughs> and come back in one week's time uh return for the short report where we'll be covering the centrifuge brain project from 2011 
very that intimidating yes. title <laughs> but a fun short um it's a fun little it's very cool fun little documentary short so check that out and then come back and listen to the episode next week and we'll see yeah. you next week and thanks for listening everybody bye-bye see you then bye-bye explosion